Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week, me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 73, and we're talking Digimon World for the PlayStation 1. I do like Digimon. I do. I'm a big lover of the Digimon series, because it's a little bit more grown-up than Pokemon. Yeah, that's a really silly thing to say when you think Digimon and Pokemon. Yeah, I know they're for kids. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I know what I'm doing. But let's be honest, when we play the Digi, when we play, when we watch the Digimon first series, the anime, it was so much better than Pokemon. It just was, it was more grown up. Like, how the characters punched each other. They did, they had proper fights. Where Ash, although to be fair, Ash did try and punch Mewtwo. I gotta give him kudos for that, because let's be honest, of all things you gotta do, the almighty Pokemon that could just annihilate people. Let's go and punch them. Fair enough, Ash. Yeah, but I do like Digimon. I'm a big fan of the series, so I was very excited when I was a little kid that I heard there was a Digimon game, and it actually was meant to be pretty good. I'd heard that. So I decided back as a kid to give it a go, and, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I'll put it out there. If you like Digimon World, ooh. You're in for something today, aren't you? We've been too friendly recently, and I know we've been doing a lot of Street Fighter, but that's because of Street Fighter 6, so shut up. Shut up, I'm moving on. Come on. We're going to get back to the normal games, a completely different genres each time. Now, I am joined by a guest, and I had the one and only Mr. Jake McCauley. He came to join me for this game. He gave this to me, and as soon as he said it to me, like, I am good friends with Jake, and he knows this. I wanted to jump down the internet. I wanted to go straight through all the wires and get him and kill him. Because I was like, oh, for God's sake, why are you making me play this game again? Why are you making me play this game again? But I also have to apologise that this show is a day late. Um, I had uh, probably a bit of a mild concussion. I'm still trying to get over. I took a bit of a bad knock playing football the other day. I got taken out, basically, uh, from the behind. And as I... From the back. make that very clear for smutty people. And as I fell, I hit my head pretty hard on the ground. And I pretty had a bit of a bad head all the rest of the day. I didn't pass out. I was fine. Didn't need to go to hospital or anything like that. It was just very, 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 very mild. Just a headache for the rest of the day and the night and the next day. So I'm all okay. It's near enough back to normal now. You know, there is something in my head. There is a brain. But I am there. So like, let's get into it. So if you want to just get to the Jake McCauley chat, maybe go about 40 minutes. And we'll be in. Me and Jake will go into Digimon. But stay around. We try and make this a bit fun. We have games. We have a bit of an introduction. We we try and mess around. Be a bit informative. I'm going to get my plugs out of the way. It's the first thing we need to do. If you want to support the show, wherever you listen to this, please give it a five-star review. Tell me it's great. Tell me it's rubbish. Tell me I'm great. Tell me I'm rubbish. I really don't mind. And whenever I put this on my socials on Twitter, please share it because it helps it get out there. If you want to support the show financially, you can do over at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars, where for $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC. This could be top 10s, modern day game reviews, gaming events, pretty much anything I want to talk about. As a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 46, where I talk about the Microsoft Showcase.
I wasn't the nicest looking female. I, look, it, it just, it wasn't that it wasn't a nice looking female. She didn't look like a woman. She didn't look like a woman at all. I'm not saying that people who aren't attractive women don't have a placing. I'm not saying that at all. I make that very, very clear. All right. Anyone could be an adventurer. Right. But this character didn't even look like a woman. That was the main thing here. Like, it was like literally I played the character creation screen and then said, right, I'll try and make a woman, but I ended up making a fucking goblin instead. And that was episode 46, looking at the Microsoft Showcase. Next week, we'll be looking at the Nintendo Direct. Yes, finally, all three have done their big shows, and Nintendo were last, and they came out of nowhere and smashed it as usual. Now, to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund directly goes to a charity called, a UK charity, you should say, called Get Well Gamers, and they provide games and consoles to 150 children toward across the UK. Now, so far, we've raised only just over $3, which I know is tiny, but as I keep saying, I want to make it to the stage where we can donate games and consoles. Additionally, if I do get to 1,000 subs on the YouTube channel of The Retro Wars, I'll start donating this income from that as well. If you do have any old games that you're looking to sell, maybe think about donating them to the charity directly, and the link is in the description. Now, what else do you get for your money? Well, you get the chance to join our own Discord, message me one-on-one, take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our Game of the Week, and I'll probably wreck saying your names as well. All right, there we go. There's the plug. Let's get into the main show, everyone, and let's get into our first section, which is called 16 Bits of Nonsense. Now, 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can pretty much write in and ask whatever you want, and I'll do my best to answer. First of all, Chris Copleen says, Chuck's Smutty Dud. The Sega Saturn is great. That's all I wanted to say. Also, cock and balls. You're a prick. You're an absolute prick. And are you going to be sitting there going, <laughs> That's so funny. Shut up, Chris. Literally, all Chris tries to do... Now, Chris is from the Retro Hangover podcast. There's your freaking plug. There's, don't you say, don't you dare say, I don't do anything for you, you and Shane. I give you a plug. Now, all he doesn't try to do is basically spread this Saturnian hatred I have. And he basically wants to make the Sega Saturn a, a good console. Now, for those who don't know, for those who are new to the show, basically the Saturnians have infested one podcast and now have decided to jump ship and come to my podcast. And they also try and add smut. And because they know I'm desperate for content, and I'll pretty much say whatever I want, I'm Ron Burgundy at the moment. They try and make naughty words like cock and balls and try and think they're funny, don't they, Chris? Yeah, you pain the ass. He knows I love him, but you pain the ass. You know, honestly, I'm going to... One day, I do hope to actually meet some of my guests face-to-face, so if I ever went to Perth, I'd try and meet up Raging Demon. If I go to Florida, for example, I'm going to go see Chris. Honestly, the first thing we're going to do is smack him. I'm just gonna, not on the arse. I'll make that very clear. I'm going to drink him under the table, and then I'm going to smack him and say, oi, stop with this smut. I might just whack him in the balls, although knowing him, he'll probably like that. Bastard. Captain N says, Dud, I can't believe you've finally done it. A show that isn't about Street Fighter. Yeah, ha 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 ha. Funny. It feels like forever. Three weeks it was. Shush. But I'll depart from that line of commentary. 
So when were you young, growing up in something or other shire, Great Britain, did you have Saturday morning cartoons? If so, what did little Danny like to watch while eating his bowl of bangers and mash? <laughs> bangers and mash at breakfast. No, I had toast or cornflakes. And I grew up in a little place called the Wirral. My hometown is called Wallasey. Uh, so you can go find it. It's by Liverpool. Um, just over the Mersey, the River Mersey. Yes, of course we had Saturday morning cartoons. I used to wake up at... Um, very early in the morning and back in those days you know it wasn't like 24 hour tv like we have now prior to six o'clock in the morning there was no tv like you know channel four was where the cartoons were and you used to have this girl like if you're british you're gonna exactly know what i'm on about here there used to be a girl like smiling with a clown and a chalkboard it was really freaky and that's all you got until tv started and it was just Oh, God, it was so freaky. But, yeah, I was up first thing in the morning. I used to watch the Turtles. We all know I love the Turtles. Sonic, um, what else? We used to have Sonic, the Adventure of Sonic the Hedgehog. Not often the cool one. It was, like, the more PG version. Um, I preferred the, you know, the Blue Streak, Speed Bad, da, 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 Sonic the Hedgehog. That was the better one. But we didn't regularly get that one. We got the other one. Um... We had Biker Mice from Mars. We had Power Rangers, Transformers. Um, what was the shark attack one? The shark one where they tried to do a turtles thing, but it was nowhere near as good. Oh, honestly, we had the best. Like Saturday morning TV was just so good. And my head's a bit probably still not 100% because I can't think of any more off the top of my head. But oh my God, I was there 6 o'clock in the morning until about 8 o'clock just watching cartoons. I don't care what people say. They, apart from Bluey, kids have no idea how good, you know, kids' TV could be. The 90s, with growing up as a 90s kid, although I was born in the 80s, growing up as a 90s kid, Jesus Christ, we had everything. God, we had the best cartoon shows. The only one that goes against it today is Bluey, and I'll fight anyone that says that. And <laughs> bangers and mash. Imagine that. Mum, make me some bangers and mash in the morning. <sighs> Thanks, Captain, as always. It makes me laugh when you send something in. Raging Demon says, Dud, mate, how are you? Top stuff that at Edgbaston, wasn't it? Now, if he doesn't know what he's on about, oh, I'll keep going. However, I did not write in just to point out an English Ashes defeat, but to have to state your position on the following terms. Right, okay, okay. Position on the following. Tim Tams are better than Penguins. Fuck off. There's this being obvious now. Please inform the listener to pick up a penguin and throw it in the rubbish. No, 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 no. Okay, let's look at your two points here. Yes, the, if you don't know what he's on about, first thing, Edgbaston, that was the cricket. Now, all you Americans and Canadians are going to be going, oh my god, cricket's so crap, shut up. It's better than your game, baseball's terrible. Honestly, the Ashes was so, oh, the first test was amazing. So good, went down to the wire, went down to literally the last few balls, incredible. That's what you want. You can say it's all boring five, day, five days of cricket and it could be a draw. Well, that's not going to be this test. It will never be this, this test series, it's so good. I'm not even angry we lost the first match because it was just so good. If we lose 5-0 to Australia, and it's like that every game, I don't care. Because that's what it should be. People pay their money to watch a, a, a win, not a draw. So I'm all for it. Um, as for your Tim Tams and Penguins, okay, Americans might not know what this is. So basically, Penguins are and Tim Tams are chocolate biscuits. So you have like a hard chocolate on the top and bottom, and like a soft chocolate in the middle. Um, penguins were the original the UK version, and then Tim Towns with the Australian version. You can do one. Penguins are much better. If you're going to look at the originals, 
So a penguin versus Tim Tam on their own, penguin is better. When you start throwing the double chocolate and the caramel versions of Tim Tams, yeah, they then they start winning because they're ridiculously nice. But if you could have an original battle, penguins win all day long. Absolutely against a Tim Tam. I'll shove that up your arse. And I know I'm going to have Australians at me going, no, no, the Tim Tams better shut up. And I've used that a lot today. I'm in that sort of mood. Maybe the knock on the head's just maybe more aggressive than usual. But no, penguins are far better. I'll throw you in the rubbish raging demon, you arsehole. Arsehole. Finally, Dave McGee says, I've missed a couple of weeks of commenting. To make up for it, I'll ask you this question. Miss me? Well, of course, you pay money. No, of course I missed you, Dave McGee. I've missed your comments. And it's nice to see anything I get from you, I go, Mwah, chef's kiss. I do like... See, these are the OGs. These are the guys who have got me there through the day one. And I thank them. So thank you, Dave. Of course I've missed you. I really have. Right, that is the news section. Let's get into our... That's not the news section. That's the letter section. My God, that smack on the head really did do me, didn't it? Let's get into our news section, which we call Patch 73.0. Patch 73.0 is our new section where I look at what's been going on at gaming and look at things that, eh, that's quite interesting and talk about them. So first of all, Final Fantasy 16 is now out and we all know I'm very excited for that. Reviews are out and I've given it a 9 out of 10, that's probably the average. I was quite surprised, I was expecting a lot of 10s across the board. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it, I will go into it a little bit later, but I'm enjoying it, really I'm, oh, oh, oh. I am, but I will go into that. But yeah, it looks like 9s out of 10. So people are saying it's probably not going to get Game of the Year. Eh, you never know. I don't think it will. I think if it's not getting 10s, it's not going to be put against Zelda. It went Starfield's yet to come. I've discussed that in on DLC. But yeah, let's wait and see. And I'll give you my full verdict of it when it does come out. When I finish the game, I'll give you my full episode of DLC talking about it. Now, there's been a lot of stuff... Um, that's been coming out with the whole PlayStation Xbox. A lot of documents have been released, and there's quite a bit of juicy news. So I'm just going to go into you know this FTC argument because there's quite a bit of stuff. Okay, so first of all, the PlayStation boss, um, who has basically come out, and uh, this is Ryan. Is it Tim Ryan or Jim Ryan? I can't remember. He's basically admitted in an Xbox Activision deal isn't about Call of Duty exclusively, exclusivity in brand private email. He basically has come out on an email and said it's not about exclusivity at all. They're thinking bigger than that. They have the cash to make moves like this. I spent a fair amount of time with both Phil Spencer and Bobby Kotick. I don't know who he is. I'm pretty sure we will continue to see Call of Duty on PlayStation for years. While that's a, it's interesting that because the whole thing that Sony have gone on about is that basically they're not going to do they don't want this deal to go ahead because they won't have call of duty and that call of duty will be an xbox exclusive franchise that's interesting because that was always what we as the public thought it was going to be and then when the uk judge basically said oh no it's to do with cloud-based gaming we were all like what the fuck what are you about i thought it was to do with call of duty then maybe it's not maybe it's all been a bit of a red herring and maybe it is to do with the cloud-based gaming. Maybe that is the key thing here. I'm, I'm intrigued. Again, more is going to come out, and maybe it is heading towards that direction. And then apparently, a document that was released, um, Xbox 
believe that the next console generation is going to start in 2028, which kind of makes sense of the five years, because if you think how long these consoles have been out already, I think it's just been because it's been so delayed due to this chip shortage and not everyone's not been able to get hold of one. Why it kind of feels like we're only now starting the next generation. But yeah, 2028, that's, that's amazing. Like We're already talking about the PS6 and the new Xbox, whatever, already. I was like... We've only really just got our hands on this. And we're it's like, Jesus, slow down. People's money can only, people's pockets can only take so much. It's mental. But there's nothing to say it's actually true. I think maybe, well, they're expecting, does that mean they're already under development, in development? I don't know. I suppose in theory, then they will be. Because as soon as they put out the console, the next thing about, right, can we build the next one? All they're thinking about is building. Yeah, they don't need to build games. They can just move on to the next console. So it'll be interesting to see if that's even true. I wonder if Sony are going to come out and say anything about that. Also, well, this is interesting. Starfield, very interesting. Starfield was planned for PS5 prior to Microsoft's ZeniMax acquisition. That's massive. Imagine if Starfield came out for the PS5. I genuinely think that would be that would be such a nail in the coffin for xbox because they microsoft have been putting so much behind this game like let's be honest they part of their presentation was to show starfield its own presentation what does that tell you it's not like um microsoft sorry sony were basing here's the playstation one and a final fantasy one on top of that like it's just mind-blowing and considering i covered starfield as part of dlc the recent one just been um and how big that game's gonna be christ if sony got their hands on that i just don't see a way back from microsoft i really don't although to be fair as part of the ftc arguments they've actually come out and said they've lost the console wars so they came out and said xbox has the has lost the console wars and its rivals are positioned to continue to dominate um they basically argue that my Xbox has 60% of the consoles in 2021, an overall install base of 21%. Microsoft added that Sony is the dominant player in consoles, and its consumer base was it's consistently higher than Xbox across multiple generations. Xbox's consoles are consistently ranked third of the three behind PlayStation and Nintendo in sales, Microsoft explained. So that, I think we all knew that was true, and I think this is the thing because Nintendo's always the second console, Everyone always has a first, and Nintendo will always just be, oh, I'll buy that as the second. You don't usually buy a uh, Microsoft, and you don't usually buy a Sony product. You don't. I never have. I've always just picked one ever since the PS2 days. I've always just gone down, right, I'm going to go buy Sony. Um, I don't didn't know many people who ever bought both. It was either one or the other. And you also have to remember that the Xbox hasn't really done well uh, historically in Japan. That is a Sony-dominated market, and that makes a big thing when you've got a whole country who are huge gamers who are just buying that one console. But to hear that their share is so low, like I thought it would be more than 21%. That's that's low. That's one-fifth of the market. I even probably Sega looking at that going, ooh, I can get in on that. I can imagine if Sega came to the party again and started making a console. And they decided, you know what, fuck it, we're going to take Sonic off all these people. It would be interesting. I, if Sega came back, 
they would have better IP. This is a hot take, but they've got better IPs, I genuinely think, than Microsoft. I really do. Microsoft had some good ones in Halo, in Gears of War, Starfield. Yeah, I know. But you dangle a Sonic game in front of Sonic fans and they will literally throw money at it. They will. And if they can say, right, this is just going to be on our consoles now. We're only going to make Sonic games. <sighs> Yakuza games. <sighs> they start bringing some, like, they brought Power Stone and shit like that back. Oh, imagine a fourth console. It'd be good for, like, the colours, because you finally get... I know Sony are blue, aren't they? But Sega will be like, no, we'll be blue again, Sony. You can be black or something. We want we want our colour back. Oh, it'd be good to be back in the con- full-blown console wars. There'd be literally riots in the street. People be choking each other with PlayStation cord. It'll just happen. And people will be swinging the Nintendo... Super Nintendo controllers like a mace. It's... What the shit? <laughs> People have their, like, Nintendo guns. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, what a world we could live in. Now, that's, that's more's going to come out from this FTC thing if they're starting to release documents. And I think we're going to get more little shocks as the weeks go on. I originally said, I think it was last week, I said, oh, I'll cover this in a few weeks, you know, don't want to keep coming back to it. But when they keep dropping little gems like this, I've got to. You've got to, because that's pretty big news that Microsoft, you know, and Sony have said. It's like, holy shit. So, again, it's interesting where this is going to go, but it's not going to matter until the British one's appealed. Keep saying this. It's really not. Um, Talking about Nintendo. Now, I am going to cover in depth the Nintendo Direct, but I do want to say, woohoo! Nintendo smashed it a little bit with a new Mario game and uh, Mario's Super Mario RPG remake. Where the f... How do they keep this shit hidden? Like, they're two massive bits of news. And they literally have kept this in the fort of Nintendo. Yes, like, Mario RPG Remake comes out in November. That's that's nothing. That's, that's, that's coming. And I've been desperate to play Mario RPG. I've just not been able to... There's there's a file you can get at the emulator, but it doesn't work. And so I'm like, oh, okay, how am I going to play this game? Because I don't have it. I don't have an original copy. And it would cost so much money. I'm not going to lie, to buy an original copy of Mario RPG would cost me so, so much money. And I don't have that money, unfortunately. Um, and a new Mario game. Ooh, I, I should go with Mario RPG. Am I getting it day one? Yes. I am definitely getting RPG. I've literally built up enough money like through buying consoles, not consoles, games recently. You know, for like the store, I've built up enough credit. So I will be able to probably get this day one brand new. And I will, because I will blitz this. I really want to cover it. And I'm hoping it doesn't take too much away from the old game. Because then I, I want to cover that as a main episode. And I can basically... that The things I say in that episode... Because I'll be playing the new one. I kind of do apply. Someone could tell me if that's the wrong way to do it. And someone can tell me if that's the way you're going to do it. That's the way you're going to do it. I'll listen to anyone that sort of argument. And the new Mario game... Well, it's a new Mario game, isn't it? Will I get it day one? Probably not. I haven't played a new Mario game for a long time. I am... Um, so far behind on Mario games. Not to say the bad games at all, because I know they're really they're usually really good. I think the last one I played was the hat one. I can't even think of what that one's called. Now Galaxy? No, Odyssey. Odyssey was the last one I played, brand new, but I I know there have been so many others. Um and I do need to just jump back on them. Now, talking about something I need to jump on. Lies of P demo. It's been downloaded over a million times in the last three days. Now this is basically may as well call it Bloodborne 2. It is, it's Bloodborne 2. Uh 
am I going to play it? Yes, at some point. I, I've just been a bit busy with other games at the moment. But I do want to give it a real good go. I do want to play this thing. And I'm looking forward to when it's being released. But this game will sell well. I think this has been... It's been a bit of a sleeper because we've all known it's coming. And it was like, oh, it's kind of just laid dormant in the background. Where other big projects have been ahead of it. You know, they just basically slowly release information, slowly release the trailers, get our hype built for it. And this demo is hopefully the thing that gets us all going and very excited. And the final thing we're going to talk about is Pokemon. Yes, I know we're talking Digimon, but I want to talk a bit about Pokemon because they're releasing a new card set. You know, they've just dropped a set. They've got another set coming in a few months. And now there's another set coming out after that. But it's the Pokemon card 151. So they're basing things on the original Kanto series. And I don't know, I think that set set is going to absolutely sell like nuts. Like There are already boxes out in Japan. And I'm debating getting a Japanese box, but it's a lot of money to fork out. Um, can I do I get a Japanese box or do I wait for the English boxes? Mainly because the Japanese ones have a god pack. The chances are. So if you don't know what a god pack is, it's where every card is like a winner. Every card's like, holy shit. Now, in this version of the god packs, basically you can get two of the three evolution lines of Charmeleon, Charmander, Charizard, Blastoise, blah, 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 blah. You get basically the whole evolution lines in the special art rares. And they look good. And you can put them together. So, like, you could put the Charmander, uh, the Charmeleon on top of the Charmander, the Charizard on top of that. And it's like the chart, they're all looking up in a canyon. I think that's pretty cool. Um, if I got the Charizard, if I got all nine, they would just be going in a little booklet, never to be touched, because I think that's where the money would be if you were to get all three sets. And am I going to probably do that? No, because I haven't got it. Although, I was looking at my Blastoise that I is back in the UK, and it's definitely shadowless. It is 100% a shadowless Blastoise, and it's in good nick. It ain't a 10 out of 10, let's be honest. But I'm hoping it's at least a 5, because that would be pretty cool. So my sister-in-law is going to bring it over. She's coming to visit soon from the UK, and I'm going to probably send off some Pokemon cards to get graded. So I'll be pretty excited to share you all on the channel when that comes out. And, ooh, I'll be very excited. All right, that is the new section of me rambling on. Let's get into something we've not had back for a few weeks, and it's called Celebration Sector. So, Celebration Sector is when we've got stuff to celebrate. First of all, I want to say a happy birthday to Mr. Rob O'Sullivan. He's a friend from the UK. He's a very good friend from the UK. And I miss you. Miss you, Rob. I really do. I hope you and the family are well. Um, and he's a follower of the show. He does listen in every week. So, Rob, I wish you all the best. And finally, Captain N. Captain N, our own Captain N, I wish to wish you a happy retirement. He has done his service for his country. He's now enjoying, now join, join, he's now enjoying a nice retirement. So all the best to you, Captain N. You deserve it after serving your country. Well done. Although it was America. But, yeah, is he American or Canadian? I don't know what he is. I think he's, actually, no, I think he's Canadian. So you served the Canadian. I don't know. Does Canada even have an army? Does it? Does it really? Is it just literally... Just like a few you know, mounties and horses, uh, I don't know, some some mountain lions and something like that. That'll do. That'd be fair. Imagine that. Imagine if your army was mountain lions. That'd be freaking epic. Either way, Captain N, enjoy your retirement and well done, sir. Enjoy it. Right. That's enough of me being nice to people. Let's get into our free section, which anyone can play, which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. <laughs> Thank you. 
So Stick It Up Your Ginger is our free section where you guys can pretty much write in about all your frustrations, all your celebrations for the week. And I put these out on Facebook. There are a few Facebook groups I'm involved in. And I should say, holy shit, I put a picture of a broken control on there. It was a stock fucking photo, everybody. And everyone is jumping on it going... Oh my god, oh my god, control your anger, you need therapy, what's wrong with you? I'd never break a controller. It's a stock photo. Oh, if you read the post, I clearly say, oh, the best ones for the week will get forward. It's not like I just got a PlayStation controller, smashed it and went, there we go, there's the prerequisite to going forward for this bit. Absolute morons. And I should say, there were a lot of comments about something else that happened this week, sadly, in the news. You sick fuckers. You sick fuckers. Gee, I'm not going into anymore. You sick fuckers is all I'll say. Woof. All right, I've got a few quotes here. And I thought some of them were quite good. And I should say, anyone who is listening from the Facebook groups, I have kept a record of all of them. So I will, basically, this section's not going away. I will keep revisiting what you've said. So if you didn't get on this week, keep listening back and I might have you next week. So first of all, Brandon Barrett says, My brother took his rage out on his controller after a match of Call of Duty. He kept saying, I shot him. This game is garbage. He used his controller for his mic. So the only way I found out was via a phone call and saying he can't play because he squeezed his controller so hard it broke. Jesus Christ. How? What's his grip strength? To, to break a controller by just squeezing it. I don't know if I could do that. What's his grip strength? Jesus. Brandon, show me a picture of your brother. Is he like the Hulk? Is that possible? Somebody tell me, is that even possible? Because that's fucking mental. <laughs> oh, that's so good. He squeezed it to death. And Penn Quinn says, I rage quit Dark Souls 2. Fair enough. And I followed it by celebrating a platinum trophy for Elden Ring. What? How do you do that? How do you rage quit Dark Souls 2 and then get a platinum? You should be literally dancing playing Dark Souls 2 at that stage. If you can platinum Elden Ring. Holy shit. That's godlike material. And then you rage quit playing Dark Souls 2. I know Dark Souls 2 has its problems. I'm fully aware of that. I very am much aware of that. But Jesus Christ. Well done. I ain't doing that. I just, just not doing it. It's, no. But yeah, I could rage about Dark Souls 2. And it, Dark Souls 2 will get an episode one day. Because I think it's been 10 years now. And I think after 10 years, you're pretty much retro, aren't you? And about, well, it's not getting an episode before Dark Souls 1. That's obvious. And Dark Souls 1, I'm that's not going to be for a while. I think we're going to... We're going to save Dark Souls 1 for one of the 50 episodes. Um, so it ain't coming. It ain't coming for a while if you're asking. Demon Souls may come before that. That makes more sense. But Dark Souls itself, I'm saving that for a 50 episode. So yeah, hang fire on that one. Rob Gervais says, Sekiro ruined my 33rd birthday. I took PTO for the day... Oh, oh pay time off. Okay. I, ah, see, I'm, I've got a brain. I took pay time off for the day so I could I could game. Then I proceeded to spend the entire day getting it handed to me by the Owl Father. When I finally beat him, I had to fight the true corrupted monk right away. I haven't played it since. I'll be 37 next month. Maybe it's time to go back. Oh my god. Four years. <laughs> Is that how long this game's been out for? I suppose, yeah. Because I got it day dot. And yeah, my little one was just born. Holy shit. Wow. 
So if you're wondering how old Dark Souls 2 is and Sekiro has been out for four, wow, we're getting old, aren't we? Jesus, Rob, I feel your pain. Like, I'm 36, so I would have been 32. Wow, the Souls game's been that long. long. Jesus, that's how long these games have been infested. And they st like, that's mental. Like, I can still play Dark Souls 1 and still think it's absolutely godlike. That's crazy. Oh, that's mental. But yeah, I feel sorry for you, Rob. Hopefully you go back to it one day. I really do hope you, you know, you embrace the courage to go back. And finally, we finish on a ni nice note. Kenneth Dunn Densmore. Densmore. I got it right. For, got my first Switch. I'm playing Breath of the Wild for the first time. Just activated the last tower and got the map. Well done. Enjoy yourself. Hang on. I just activated the last tower and got the map. Do you mean you finished it? Surely you means you've finished it. Yeah. Has to be. Uh, yeah, it will be, because you would have activated all the map. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back. Hang on, it's been a while since I played Breath of the Wild. Well, well done to you, Kenneth. Enjoy the experience. You'll be playing that. If you want to do that properly, you'll be playing it for donkey's hours before you get anywhere near Tears of the Kingdom. So enjoy it. Enjoy your first Switch. It's a very good console. Welcome to Nintendo. I Literally, make sure you've got a screen protector on that thing. Just And look after it, because it's a little baby. We all love it. All right, that is the end of Stick It Up With Ginger. As I said, if you didn't get listened to this week, uh, I will, I've recorded it, um, and I will go forward. Oh, one more, one more, one more, I should say. Finally, Dave McGee. See, I do miss you, Dave. He said, work. Work is making me rage quit. Mandatory overtime is not allowing me to game as much. Ooh, that's naughty. I hate mandatory overtime. I suppose I can't complain. Like, I'm, I'm working late tonight and wednesday but i'm getting the time back on friday so yeah that's why i'm going to be a bit tired i know i need to get this out before i do anything because i'm not gonna have a chance to game at all like the next few days which is upsetting like <laughs> ps5 is gonna be sat there going where are you my friend oh dave i love you i hope every hope work isn't too bad and it's not you know basically making you rage quit too much okay that is it Thank you, everyone, for your comments. And as I said, if he didn't get you this week, I will get you hopefully next week. All right, let's move into our final section for all our Patreon members, which is called Survive or Die. Hey, listen. Survival Die is our Patreon show, and each week we look at two games, franchises, consoles, characters, whatever, and we have them knelt before Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, where he will bring judgment and destroy one of them with Shao Kahn's hammer. Now, as this week, as we're talking Digimon, I thought I wanted to put the good old rivalry between Digimon and Pokemon, the whole thing, and ask the question, which one of them should survive, and which one of them should have their heads blown in? First of all, Chris Copling says, This is not tough as you imply, Danny. This is actually pretty simple. Pokemon survives. Digimon is just the great value version of Pokemon anyway. My only regret is that Pokemon surviving will have to keep all those people who want to have sex with Vaporeon and Gardevoir. It's never too late to seek help, Danny. Shut up, you horrible person. We all know what you're on about. You're a horrible person. And because you've just done that, I have to make a post-it note to insert an objection. Because you're a horrible person, Chris. But yes, I can understand that. There is that comment, isn't it, where Digimon is just seen as a great value version of Pokemon. Although, in theory, Digimon did come out earlier. If you don't know the history books, uh, it did come out earlier. 
and but it was more they were like the Tamagotchi, like probably the male version of Tamagotchi. Um, but yeah, there is those inappropriate people who kind of the Vaporeon guard of all things are disgusting. The Vaporeon one's outrageous. Like oh my god, that started a whole horrible. If you know, you know. Just put it like that. Captain N. Pokemon, the anime is okay. Ash is an interesting character, and Pikachu and his relationship is very beautiful. But this won't be Captain N post without some controversy. Digimon was better. The story was better. The world was better. The characters are better. Pokemon had nothing. But a kid who left home to get pins for his jacket so he could say he's the best in the dogfighting ring. I could... Yeah. Yeah. Digimon was at least in a world with the, in a world in a computer where the monsters evolved digitally and the story had a reason to be told. They had to save the world. It may be a classic, but it's for a better story than Ash and his thirsty sexual predator, Fern Brock, and his future cook wife, Mindy, Cindy, or whatever. Misty! Digimon lives. Ash's rival of Gary, Larry, or whatever his name is, is just two kids fighting over who can abuse poor animals more effectively. Ty and Matt's rivalry is deeper, and the animals turn to robot cyborg thingies. Yeah, there's the thing. Yeah, it was it was Gary, and it's blue and red if you're looking at the games. Look, I mean, it's cockfighting. Yeah, Digimon had a much better story than anime. It made more sense. Like, the battle... Digi- Pokemon's was only good when it actually got to gym battles and league battles. That's the only time I think Pokemon's really good, and it's the only time I watch, like, the recent series of Pokemon. Like, I'm so excited to watch all, like, the gym battles from this... Digim- uh, sorry, Pokemon Journeys, basically to the, the final series, to Ash's End. I can't wait to watch all them. But the Digimon ones are so good, like, that series, yeah, it was basically to to save the world and they went from these tiny little things to these huge hulking i'm going to annihilate life robot things i i know um you had um war graymon uh mecha garudamon yeah mecha and they were so cool and they only did two of the megas i should say yeah with digimon if you don't know whereas pokemon they have two stages of evolution so like a charmander goes to a charmeleon and to charizard digimon go from um i think it's baby I think it's baby, someone can correct me on that, baby to rookie, and then rookie to champion, and then champion to ultimate, ultimate to mega, and they get more and more complex as it goes on, and I imagine, remember the main series, there were seven, and then eventually eight of the Digimon Digidestined, and they went eventually, only two of them mega Digivolved in the series, and that was Gabumon and Agumon, and eventually the rest did later on, years later. In, and that was a good series. There was a, a Digimon Adventures tried. That was a good series as well. So Pokemon just didn't have that level of in-depth adult conversations. So if we're looking at just the anime, Digimon definitely wins on that one. Raging Demon says, Raging Demon. And Digimon is indeed the black and gold. President's Choice, home brand, GoBot version of Pokemon. But I imagine Pokemon mounting Digimon and pummeling it mercilessly to death. I can't help but laminate the death of Digimon as I consider some of the points Captain N or Captain M. What? Captain, I don't get what, Captain M or whatever the dude's name is. Oh, okay, you were trying to be funny. Oh, stupid me. Alas, this would not stop the death of Digimon, whether it be by Sharkon Hammer or by Barrage of Fists continuing to rain upon it by the already unconscious Digimon. That makes no sense. This would not... I'm going to read that to you again. This makes no sense. Alas, this will not the step stop the death of Digimon, whether it be by Sharkon's Hammer or the barrage of fists continue to rain upon it by an already unconscious Digimon. It, what? That makes no sense. Are they doing the punching? Digi- Do you mean... Or, or, oh, 
You mean by Pokemon are still going to basically punch it when it's dead? You make no sense, Raging Demon. It, now it's going to be terrible listening to this because I've just gone for that whole comment trying to understand what was going through your brain. Thanks. Thanks for the take. Some viewers probably just clicked off and gone, nah, I've had enough now. That's the end of that. Cheers for that. Finally, Dave McGee stares. Digimon stays. Pokemon is absolute trash. Burn all the Pokemon. So it's 2-2. Dave is pretty clear on that. Pretty clear and concise. 2-2. What am I going for? I have to go with Pokemon. I have to. If you strip it down, Pokemon, yes, I know, is the better franchise. Pokemon, better franchise? Franchise. Pokemon's games are better. Like, I've had more fun playing Pokemon games than Digimon games. The card game is better. The character designs are better in Digimon. The anime series is better mostly with Digimon. I said when we start doing the actual battles, as in gym battles, Pokemon, I think, wins. I love the gym battles and Elite Elite 4 battles in Pokemon. I hate all the filler stuff and everything else building. Digimon wins that hands down. And character design, yeah, again, Digimon wins that. But I think just... Is it a, to look at both of them would actually be a pretty good DLC, like as a whole. But I think due to the success of Pokemon and the fact that I have a lot of Pokemon stuff around the house, like for God's sake, I'm drinking out of a Charmander glass, and I've got um, a Pokemon cafe. Like Matt, I, my friend, got me from a Pokemon cafe in Japan, and I look and I've got four huge boxes full of Pokemon cards. I've got no Digimon cards. You know, you've got a few Digimon games, I've got every Pokemon game, what does that tell you? You know, don't get me wrong, I love Digimon, I love War Greymon, I think War Greymon's absolutely awesome, and I can go into a Digimon World Fest if you want, but it's, I think Pokemon just wins. Yeah, so, so it is regrettably that Pokemon survives with regret, and Digimon faces the hammer of Shao Kahn. I should add a splat noise, really, shouldn't I? All right, thank you very much, guys. I love it when we all get together and have a little rant about things. What have I been up to? Um, mostly recovering this weekend. Just as I said, I took a bit of a head knock on Saturday. Uh, I was a bit pissed off with the challenge, actually, because he just went right through the back of me and said it was a challenge. He was never getting the ball. I had the ball all day long. If he was bigger than me, I would have I would have gone fair enough, but he wasn't. So he just took me out. And yeah, the little one, it was so cute. The little one was um, looking after me. And when I got back, she went, Daddy, lie down. And she literally put a blanket on me, put a pillow there. And said, I tidy up. And I was, oh, it was so cute. I should say one thing I was actually proud about. I was sitting there yesterday. And this is, this could be vulgar for some people. I don't care. And I was sitting there watching TV. And, you know, as you do with your significant other, you get that little comfortable level. I just farted. And Mrs. went, oh, my God, Daniel, that is absolutely outrageous. Sort that out. (laughs) And I started laughing for the fact that she told me to sort that out. How do you sort a fart out? What do you do with that information? I was like, how do what? I was like, the fart was so bad. It, I had to go sort it out. Awesome. I was very impressed with myself. And what have I been playing? Well, a few games, actually. Finished Spectrobes. That's done. Spectrobes is now out the way and out of my life. And I've nearly finished Mega Man Battle Network. I basically got encouraged because I'm trying to get a big YouTuber to come do that for me. Hopefully he will. Hopefully he'll be torn because I know I'm going through the personal hell. That is one area of this game. 
I'm liking Mega Man Battle Network a lot more than Spectrobes, um, but there is one area of the game that can literally go fist its own arsehole. Absolutely terrible. And if you've played that game, you'll know which bit it is. And I've been playing Final Fantasy 16. Um, I'm I'm basically up to if you. This isn't a spoiler. If you play, if you've seen like when they released a big demo, and I actually covered it as one of my DLC episodes, um, where they did their first big insight and like gameplay wise, and it was when you basically had to fight a boss and fight Garuda. Um, and I've just done that bit of the game, so I've got that far. Oh, it's really good. I this is the thing when it comes to Tears of the Kingdom, it's like, oh, it like 10 out of 10, great story. I've got more story from this game, Final Fantasy 16, than I have of anything of Tears of the Kingdom. This is, I know there's a story there, but the tier, the Final Fantasy 16 story is so good so far, and I'm so invested. And again, I like the linearity of it. I, I'm not an open world game. It's just not my cup of tea. I like to basically go from A to B to C. To, I, I like that. You know, criticize Final Fantasy 13 all you want. I don't mind. I like the linearity. I like just to basically be, there's my plot. There's where I have to go and go through there. But yeah, I will cover Final Fantasy 16 at some point. I will cover Spectrobes and Mega Man Battle Network. Hopefully we're going to cover Spectrobes shortly. Uh, I know who's doing it. They're, they've agreed to do it. And I just need to get um, the guest on for Mega Man when I finish that. That'll be done this week, hopefully the next few days. All right, thoughts on Digimon Adventure. I give you guys a chance to say your little pieces before we cover the main game this week. So firstly, Captain N says, Street Fighter V is, oh, wait, a new game? I couldn't agree more. Piss off. You knew what you are doing there, you bastard. And finally, Raging Demon says, this game is by far the weakest in the Street Fighter franchise. For start, it's not even a fighting game. And for an end, it's not even got any original characters. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, imagine that. Where's Ryu? I want to play Ryu in the Digimon world. Oh, that'd be quite funny, actually. Probably, do you know what? I don't care what anyone says, they die. They would die when they start getting to Ultimate and Mega State. They're dead. They dead. They, they ain't standing their freaking chance. All right, but that is enough of that. We've been going on long enough. We've been going for like 40 minutes. Let's finally get into this. So I'm just going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Jake McCauley are going to be talking about Digimon World, which came out in Europe for the PlayStation 1 on July the 6th, 2001. Fucking hell, I'm old. Returning once more to the show is my good friend and probably one of the longest people I've known in the online world, Mr. Jake McCauley. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm not dying anymore, so that's nice. Finally yeah, back you, from you bet, <laughs> Yeah, you've had operations and stuff like that. It's been a long time, hasn't it? Because oh, yeah, I was out for six crazy. weeks. It was, yeah, it was horrible. It's, and I everyone, went back to work twice. Everyone's just and, getting sick. You got yeah, sick. I, went, I got sick. Went back to work twice, and it, you know, the fucking wound ripped twice. <laughs> Got infected, had to go on antibiotics. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, all my dietary stuff recently. <laughs> That's just not good. And as we're recording this, this is the first time I've actually done it. We're actually recording with cameras just so we can see each other. And he can see like naked me, which is great. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's looking sexy in his dressing gown. I'm just naked. It shows the contrast of how we live at the moment. Because if oh I God. put what he's got on, I would be melting. 
I go like this, like, paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> I'm wearing for the, for the, obviously no one's going to be able to see us, but I am wearing a sexy dressing gown, like a, a Fraser Crane would. Yes, it is very, yeah. very, very Fraser Crane. I like it. I like it. Uh, but, well, that's from the surgery because after I got this for, because you have to wear a dressing gown in the hospital in the UK for the, for the listeners. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I just really like dressing gowns now. I never used to like them. Now I'm a, I'm a convert because it's, it's, it's it's like, what's it, like 30 degrees where you are, and it's like five here, I think. Yeah. See, I wear hoodies. I love my hoodie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good shit. Comfy. Yeah. I just get this, blanket over me, watch some anime, fall yeah. asleep. You're done. See, whereas I'm just sitting here in my own filth because it's minging. Um, it looks like a, a sort of hoarder house. <laughs> it, oh, there's a, there's a whole story with that. That's not even our stuff. That's. No. So that's, the, that's the landlord who sadly passed away. It's uh, his stuff. Like, yeah, it's like... If I could describe it for the listeners, it's a sort of bunch of boxes, like a mattress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody thinks, why why don't I have like a YouTube, like, you know, do it on YouTube with a background? This is why I don't really have a sexy thing behind me like other people do. Like, or better a better green up. screen. Yeah. I don't have a green. Oh, I need something. But look. Let's just get the pleasantries out of the way because we've been nice to each other because I am about to lose my shit on you because yeah. you decided to bring to me a game which you love and I absolutely think is absolute dog shite. Mm. Um, Digimon World for the PlayStation. And I'm not going to lie, I went back again to this game. I tried it as a kid. I went back to it as a game, as a kid, as an adult, and I've still got the same opinion. It's shite. Okay, well... How did this game? Why did this game hurt? Like, how did it hurt you? <laughs> I get it, but right. So, before we get into the game, so, so what is your sort of history with uh, Digimon? I love Digimon. I'll make that very clear. I mm. love Digimon. Uh, as soon as the T, and I never played the original Tamagotchis because that's what they are, aren't they? Basically, just yeah. battling Tamagotchis. And I played, I watched the TV series to death. And yeah. the first TV series was class like i think the, the the anime of digimon is absolutely okay some of the anime is really good and basically it follows tie and crew is quality and i get i got sucked into this game because on the front cover it's got the original crew this is the uk version i should say the european version the american yeah, the american version, yeah american and japanese just has war Grame on um but our version had the, basically all the Digimon from the TV series. And you think, oh, wow, I'm going to play Digimon. And then you get it and you're like, this is not what I thought it was. And it's- Tentamon is on the cover and he's not in, well, he is in the game, but he, you can't get him. So it's Gomemon. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Gomemon. Yeah, you can't get Gomemon either. But yeah, the original the original anime was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was. And so- We watched it recently. And yeah. it, 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 it was still a bit kiddie, but like it was still fun. <laughs> It was quite fun. Yeah, it's still it's still yeah. good fun. Adult Season teams. three was really good. That was the last one. one. Yeah. But then you get this. So this you is know, why you got the game. So when did you get this? How old were you? I couldn't say how old I was. I think I rented it. Um, oh, okay. I was, well, I was definitely. Yeah, I was definitely old enough to realize it was shite. Um, but I don't know how. Cope. I think I think cope. I literally. <laughs> I literally <laughs> That's just cope. It's amazing. Just fucking cope. It's not the problem. Is this came out actually before the anime did? So, uh, it did. Really? It did actually come out before yeah. the anime. So basically, the guy in Europe probably went, "Ah, fuck it, 
just put it on, just put the anime on. Everyone will buy it because it's Digimon. Uh, and not they knowing that is false <laughs> advertising because it's not what it is on this. It, the, the, the American, the Japanese one have it right. right? Essentially, it is. They have um, not war. Yeah, it's, did I say War Graymon? Or is it yeah. Metal Graymon? It's Metal Graymon. Yeah, it's Metal, Metal Graymon. Yeah, War Graymon's yeah. not in this. If you want Megas, they're not in it. Um, yeah. Well, one of them is. Machine Drummond's in it. Uh, but he's not. Oh, yeah, classed, yeah, he's yeah. not classed yeah. as a mega at that point. Um, I, I, probably some people are thinking, "What the fuck are you on about?" Um, we go. In, maybe, yeah. We will go into all this. So, yeah. yeah, this is not what I thought it was, and it's the best way of describing this. It's a 3D version of you playing Tamagotchi. That's basically what I think this game is. If that's a way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a. It's not like. Pokemon, because Pokemon's like obviously like a just like baby's first JRPG, mm-hmm. but Digimon, Digimon World is more like they tried to take the mechanics of the, uh, Tamagotchi. Well, but technically, technically Digimon are actually just Tamagotchis, the original ones, because Tamagotchis in Japan were more of a girl thing. It was yeah. more of a girl focused product. So what they wanted to do was they wanted to make a male focused version of Tamagotchis, which is what Digimon were in Japan. Yeah, and then I don't think. I don't think we got the Tamagotchis. They weren't that popular over here, but I think they did have them in America. But I don't think we got them in the same. They didn't you know, catch on as we well. We got Tamagotchis. We just didn't get... I didn't get Digimon. The Digimon ones. Yeah. I don't think we got them at all, but America did. Yeah, because they were always... With stuff like Pokemon and Digimon, America was always about a year ahead of us. Like, we got this game in... Um, I think it was a year after. Like I think they got Way it in two thousand. Way yeah. late we got this. I think in two thousand one, maybe. I think it was because well, this game came uh, after sure. this game. We didn't see it till after the anime had come on, but in reality, it actually came out before the anime. So that's yeah. how it messed with everyone's heads. I remember as a kid, that's why I bought it because I was watching the anime and I was like, oh. But unlike you, I actually really liked it. But yeah, maybe we should. Um, yeah. So okay. Like I was, let's go through the premise. Like the premise of the game is like. You, it's, it's basically it is exactly like the anime but yeah this game was before the anime so yeah so yeah. this young kid um does he have a with name? a horrifying face with a oh yeah the cgi is because uh, <laughs> i uh, the reason oh. we're doing this this pod is because i recently just did well it's not out yet obviously it's coming out on the 18th of february which might be after this actually comes which up. might be after <laughs> but yeah the um digimon world series retrospective is an hour and eight minutes <laughs> Yes, and, and you I did all watch every that. single, every single one. Yeah, which is why because a lot of the time we cover stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm doing it for the channel. Might as well cover it on the pod as well. It makes complete sense. So mm. your character with the worst CGI face ever gets. Yeah, it's like he goes like this. He goes oh, for the for the people who are listening, of course. Yeah, he does like the fucking the what's that painting? You know the the scream. The scream. What's yeah, that painting does... of the scream? Oh. The scream. Yeah, but what's the who does it? Is is it Van Gogh? Van Gogh, is it Van Gogh? The yeah. yeah, that's what he looks like. But it's like the animation is like, he's oh. completely bug eyed. <laughs> or he's having like a stroke or something. Yeah, that early end. That I actually quite the, the the little animation thing at the beginning is kind of fun. Like the before the actual game starts, you have a thing where the two kids are playing. Yeah, playing Digimon. There. Yeah, yeah, and then the kid runs up. He's like, "Oh my god, you've got that!" And he's like, <laughs> "He goes all fucking." <laughs> He's an idiot. He goes, like, but, he goes predator. Little <laughs> things come out of his mouth, little tangent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he gets sucked into the Digimon game because, of course, yep. you do. 
And he basically yeah, just wake, yeah, he just wakes up and just goes, okay, no problem at all, where most people yeah. be losing their fucking minds. Oh, this is what I said in the video, right? Like, so he gets sucked into the, the keychain, the keychain thing, and then he's he's like he's wakes up and he's surrounded by all these different Digimon, and he's just there like, okay. Why yeah. the fuck wouldn't you be freaked out by all these? They literally look like flesh demons because it's yes. all like the baby Digimon. Then like Tokemon has got the teeth. Like, ah! You'd think it was like a little fucking hand crab from like you know Half Life or something. You'd be shitting yourself. And then you got a creepy old man. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. A homeless man. We're talking about in a minute, but yeah. And he basically says, "You're the chosen one. Go do." But basically, shit. yeah. You wake up and then they're like. Oh, you you good with Digimon? Take this Digimon and go save the world, literal nine-year-old. Yeah, and <laughs> they basically... And he's like, choice. okay. Who do you want? Do you want... Um, and you basically get Agamon or Gabimon. Go, basically. Yeah, they give you the they give you a little questionnaire at the beginning. And uh, if you give all the sad boy emo answers, you get Gabimon, which is the correct choice. And <laughs> no, I'm joking. I like... I went, actually, I went I like, Agamon. I, I, I like Agamon, yeah. But I went Gabamon for the video, so I can make that crap joke. Yes, well, yeah, yeah, crap joke. I do prefer, I do, yeah, but that's just quite interesting. Um, that this main character from this one actually returns in the last installment. He's well, not because all the Digimon World games that none of them have any continuity whatsoever. It's like the second game is a dungeon crawler in another universe. The third was... one's a JRPG. The fourth one's a hack and slash, and then the fifth one returns to this this and then the sixth one is another one and he doesn't return until the sixth one and i was, you know I was hype when he turned when he came back oh baby oh, oh yeah he becomes I'm not a, gonna sit there him a little pants i'm not gonna sit there and go oh my god it's the character from the this isn't red this is his a name is mamio pokemon Gold. his name is mamio mamio like, yeah mamio mamio yeah because and it turns out he becomes a teacher later oh does he yeah, yeah. Oh, well well done him Tits. <laughs> he's just i always remember him going He's oh, and he shouts at me. Like, listen, right. So the thing is with him, he basically gets Ag- Agamon or Gavamon, and this old man basically says, "Right, as you said, go save the world. Go leave my tent." And he may as well say, "Go on, nine-year-old, go yeah. save the world, nine-year-old." And no instruction. No Pokemon, but you know, I mean, no you got, inst- I mean, po- yeah, it doesn't tell you what the fuck. The, the, the main, uh, maybe we should just uh, before we go running because I will rant about it myself. I I love this game, but there is a lot of problems with this game. A lot. Yes. Yeah, the, it, Basically, you leave, and then basically all you got to do is you have to care for this little monster, and it's like it's like a Tamagotchi because you have to feed yes. it, you have to take it to go shit. Yes. This is fucking ridiculous. Yes. Okay, so you have to make it go poo, right? Yeah. Or it actually has a toilet, which mm. makes it all go poo-poo. If you do not um, take it to the toilet when it wants to go to the toilet, it will tell you. It's on the floor. It will shit on the floor, and that yeah. is basically bad for the Digimon. It basically it goes against you. It goes against yeah. its stats. It's the hidden stats which we'll get into in also, a minute. Also, also if you shit too much, so it's, I think it's if you shit like twelve times, your Digimon turns into a giant yellow poo. Yes, because that <laughs> makes complete sense. If it it's can't, perfect. so if it doesn't shit in a toilet, it so turns into a giant poo. Which, you're you know, basically making my argument that this game's amazing. As you go, you're just you're just listing off all the good things about no, this game. No, I'm not. Oh. Getting turned into a giant turd. I mean, it's perfect. It's brilliant. It, it, it's stupid. Gaming. Why? Why did Digimon need to play exactly. the data? Because, because it's because it's the same as the the, the video game. The, 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 the Tamagotchi. The data. Also, how good is it? You might get like Angemon 
or you might get Wegaroom on. No, not Wegaroom on. Uh, you you know, won't Weg- get Anjum on because he's got he's got weird things to get. Him. <laughs> yeah, well, you you're not getting you, Anjum on. I'm saying you're not getting it, but you would never figure it out. You never figure it out. No one will figure it out. But you'll get <laughs> no. you know, so you've got Anjum on, or you've got Metal um, Metal Greymon, and all of a sudden, yeah. oh, hang on, I need a shit. Wait a minute. Yeah. And you just got this angel. Imagine that the the deity walking past. Hang on, I'm just gonna shit in the field. Yeah, just yeah, great. don't mind me. And it's yeah. like, are you joking? It is. A, who thought that was a good idea? Who thought? And actually mm. giving it a toilet. I who does it? What does it wipe its own bum? It does that don't wipe animals? Don't wipe. But the, uh, but somebody's a humanoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the, I did make the joke in the video that like some of the things that can poo is ridiculous. Like there's a fucking walking snowman that can poo, and I was like, "What is it? Is that how chocolate ice cream is made?" Yes, yeah. it's, bull- <laughs> it's bullshit. That's why I love it. It's stupid, retarded. It, I love games that are stupid and weird. And the thing is, yeah, you're right. This game, you go out in the world, it doesn't tell you anything, right? No, it doesn't. That's why now, I found it so compelling. No, there is a, a plot. Kid, as a kid, yeah, as a fuck off. There is a plot, right, and we'll we'll get into the plot momentarily. Like actually, what you need to do, yeah, um, not much, but, not much. But the whole thing with this game is basically you have to you your Digimon you have it for like a few in game days, and then eventually it will die, right, and then yeah, be reborn. Yeah. It's a circle of life, basically. Everything you know, all basically go back to the land, and you know everything eats the land. But in that time, you can really- raise your Digimon, yeah. right? So raise your Digimon. You can make a Digivolve, which we'll get into in a second. And then afterwards, it will die, rebirth with the kind of stats it just died with. And then you go through the process again. No, no, no. They all go down. <laughs> well, they go down, but you can get them back up slightly. It's not yeah, like you start from level it's, one. Um, it's sort of based. Uh, there's a couple of things. Because see, I, I am autistic about this game. I know everything. <laughs> no, you it's do not like- know everything. Yeah, but it's sort of, yeah, it's hard to know everything. You have to, like, hear this. No one would, have, even the guide was wrong about most of it. Correct. Yeah, I had the, I had the Prima strategy guide, and it's mostly fucking wrong. Correct. <laughs> yeah, but um, basically, it's like, you, you have this thing, which it doesn't tell you about, because this game's retarded. Um, it, you have this thing called, like, um, a tamer level, yeah. which you level up by digivolving into ultimates or sometimes you get it when it's, it's random. It's, it's fucking bullshit. It's random. But, um, yeah, you that is it doesn't tell you this, but you just see oh your tamer level went up and you don't know what it does, but it makes it so you retain more stats as you you know uh, reincarnate. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way you and you still don't get that much. It's like I think it goes up to like ten percent. So you like get all your stats up to. So maybe we should explain how you okay. So because you, can... you don't you don't get XP like you would in a a JRPG or Pokemon. I think you you have to use these thing training machines where you just sort of sit there. And then you just got to pick with, you know, you've got attack, HP, MP, what else is it? Brains, defense, yeah. speed. And like all these different things do different things for your Digimon in battle, basically. So yeah. basically the battle, like you do that and then based on certain criteria, your Digimon can evolve. But you do not know what the criteria is. No, the no one will knows. tell you. The, no one knows the criteria. It's ridiculous. So, basically, yeah. so as a kid, like you would know, have no fucking clue what to do because... Like, you don't know what stats to raise and what does what. Because it's all like... Basically, this is how it actually works, right? So, you have three categories you have to hit to get a certain evolution. But you don't know what those criteria are, as, as we just said. Mm. But, so say if you had... All the stats have to be to a certain level, which you don't know about. 
but you have to hit these mm -hmm. and then you can hit one of the bonus ones which would be you have to get them to a certain weight so if the digimon you want is really fat you have to make him really fat and overfeed him or you have to starve him <laughs> and then what's the other one Oh, yeah. And then there's one's care mistakes. So you have to, some Digimon, you have to purposely let them shit on the floor or abuse them to make them evolve. And then there's like, what's the other one? There's weight, care mistakes. And then there's like, oh, numbers of battle as well. And how would you ever know any of this? How would it's you fucking insane. ever know this shit? Like, you can't you beat this game of a champion. You need to get an all. Like, as a kid playing this game, the most you would ever get is a champion. Occasionally, you might stumble into a, like an ultimate, like a evade mom which is like the basic bitch uh ultimate that you might be able to get but basically like if you don't hit any evolutionary stuff from so basically it goes you have a baby digimon in training rookie which is what you start the game with and then it goes champion ultimate mm -hmm. and if you do not have any of the right stats to get to a champion which can happen because you don't know what the hell you're doing i as a kid always i always like, oh, yeah i'll just train the power stat because, oh, that means it makes him hit hard. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd end up with this uh, Digimon, and he's a Pokemon, this Digimon called Numamon. Yeah. So if you don't hit anything, which is what every kid would end up with in this game. Yeah, which is I did. To, yeah, yeah, me too. Every single time, pretty much. It, it, he is a green slug with, like, alien eyes on the top of his head that eats poo. Yeah. So if you've got loads of poo on the floor, he runs around, he'll eat the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time seeing what problem you have with this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that is amazing. It has a giant green alien slug that eats poo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly. And then it's got shit stats, and that's it. Then you have yeah. to wait till that thing. <laughs> and it's bad. Poo. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's a punishment for you sucking. Oh, it's a punishment for you sucking. Yeah. So basically, for those who don't know, those who like who have come here and they think, oh, it's like Pokemon because they've seen the anime to to a, to an extent where you see like, oh, Agamon becomes Greymon becomes yeah. Metal Greymon the War Greymon no that's not exactly how Digimon works whereas no. Pokemon is quite linear in its evolution there are some splits there are some deviants um, yeah. but they all kind of retain somewhat of the same look um, Digimon it's basically like just it's a, a splattergram a Digimon can go in any direction loads of different directions for its evolution like even you look at metal greymon that can become war greymon or it can suddenly become this a fucking horse shit thing it is so wildly all over the place and different it's not not like agamon won't be the okay this is just in general terms agamon isn't the only digimon that can become war greymon you can get there through other po other digimon as well it's you just said so pokemon as well i, yeah, it's, <laughs> I nearly said it as well and it's it's, yeah. it's gonna happen in it but yeah that's the problem so you're expecting you know the first time like oh yeah agamon's digivolving i'm like digimon digital monsters here we go he's changing into greymon and it's like what the fuck is that piece of shit it's great. It's poo. It's poo. What have I done? What's gone wrong? Yeah. And then I it dies. No yeah. It's basically if you get you get the Numa one no matter what, and then if you can't get it to ultimate, which you won't. No. So saying that the uh, the shit Digimon actually are one of the only ones that has one strand of evolution because Numa one can only turn into the teddy bear Monzamon. Yeah. And Sukumon can only turn into the best Digimon Etamon. Yeah, you can have it. Etamon is the best Digimon. It's me, huh? It's me, hey, hey, boy. Hey, That's boy. the best bit of the game. That's my favorite bit of trivia in the game. That Etamon, once you recruit Etamon in the game, he goes back to the city and he gets kicked out and he goes, 
for some reason. And you go talk to him, and he's like, they kicked me out of they kicked me out of the city because I tried to make a harem. <laughs> I tried to make a harem in a kid's game. You, <laughs> I was like, what? Because I, I went back to play it as an adult, and I was like, he's harem. That's in a fucking kid's game. What's so he's <laughs> Hey, well, they probably this, they probably with? didn't even they they probably just thought ah fuck it get get it through the senses they won't know wow. what it is that's crazy but, but yeah um yeah but and, yeah so he's one of the only ones where you can do it linear linear I can't even say it. you know what I'm trying to say linear linear, 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 linear path yeah. I'm half passed out from food but yeah like one of the fun things another fun thing that you can do with Numa on is um there's this place uh, in the misty trees which is like one of the later areas. And there's a whole dungeon that you can only access if you have Numamon because it's like throwing a bone to kids because there's like oh. this big Monzamon suit and you take a Numamon there and it instantly digivolves into Monzamon and it's a whole dungeon that you can only do with that Monzamon, which is kind of cool. Well, that's that's giving you a bone because this game needs to give you a bone because it's like fucking Dark Souls. It is. <laughs> it is like no I really want to do a video someday, right? Where I see, can you actually beat this game without guides? Yeah. I want to see. Think, I don't think I could. No, honestly, even guides today, are, you know, it's like literally, it's like Lord of the Rings shit, where you know Gandalf's going to find shit in the in the cat in the caverns and stuff. I think I've played Catacoons. this game enough where I understand how all the systems work now, and so I can. But the thing is, you have to know what stat goals you want to hit, otherwise you can't get what you want. Yeah, which is what makes it so hard. But that's what makes this game so hard because basically. We haven't even gone into the premise yet because we've been we've been stuck. No, in the no, we're still, how, we're still we're still we're still cracking on about this shite. Yeah, but anyway, so basically, once you train your Digimon, you can leave the city. So the whole game is essentially a open world town builder. Yes, yeah, that is pet, it. Slash pet simulation game because half the game is you sitting in the city, um, pressing triangle, skipping through training, and then just running around training, and then taking them to the toilet, getting food. But I, I know you don't like that. But um, the thing I like about that, like the whole training part of the game is it's just kind of meditative and i kind of like it you just get in a nice rhythm of doing it and you're like you're trying i don't know it's yeah it's kind of like uh, how people enjoy cookie clicker games that's what it is kind of for me you have to do it so much though that's like literally you will spend most of your time sounds like a sounds like a skill issue sounds like a skill issue oh oh, 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 i can beat this game in eight hours (laughs) it's like literally your digimon dies you're like what the at the time like what the fuck what the fuck fuck what the fuck? So once you so once you train your Digimon up and you leave the town, basically. So what Digimon wanted you to do was he wants you to go out into the this lovely open world, the sprawling open world, and he wants you to recruit Digimon back to the city mm. so that but it's not really explained that well, but so that you can open the door to the last boss, basically. Yeah, basically. And yeah. As you go, this is what I this I know again he hates this game, but here's a big positive of this game, a fun thing about this game for the time it came out. It's like the, the open world is really fun to explore, and I love the design of it. it. Like it's got like, it's it's like the anime in many ways, but I guess it was before the anime because you know you've got like just random bits of like chips and wires all hanging out of bushes yeah. and trees. It looks That's really, good. and it looks like Final Fantasy kind of graphics with the you know the pre-rendered backgrounds and that, and the sprites look really really nice. It, you can have that. It yeah. is it is not it's not a bad looking game. It's and not a bad looking awesome. game, and the music, the music is good. There are well, things there. You- yeah, what's there? You can There's have not much them. music. Yeah, because at some yeah. point she's walking around aimlessly. Yeah, but like, but the town some... theme. The... Well, do you think? Don't start singing to me. But you know, I, I give the sprites are cool, and when you're walking around with your Digimon, they're pretty cool. You know. Yeah. And but what we're saying was basically you've got to go around, and you will find Digimon that you need to recruit back to the, the yes. city to build it up. 
And that's another thing that I was going to say on the positives, because I, I guess I'm, this is like a fucking uh, Ace Attorney battle right now. <laughs> it is feeling like Objection. that. Objection! Yeah, um, but that's another thing I really love about this game, because as you recruit more Digimon back to the town, the town builds and grows and gets more inhabited as you go, which I always found really, really fun. Yeah, fun part. That's which good. Which makes it like a town builder kind of thing. Yeah, to be and fair. you want to get stuff because it like you'll get better meat for, to feed your Digimon with. You'll get auto uh, fast travel. At one point, you have a thing that you know can it costs a lot of money, but and then you get shops and you get like a hospital and what else? You get like a board. Uh, there's like a bulletin board. And there's an arena. Yeah, it's just really cool the way the whole town builds out for how old this game is. I think I I have no problem with that idea. I think it was just because it was sold, and again, it was sold onto kids on the idea that it was probably going to be you know a big battler and stuff like that, like Pokemon. And whilst there are elements, like if you compare it to Pokemon compared to mm. the actual game, it graphically it's well ahead because this is a PlayStation mm, game cool. and this is a Game Boy game, but. It's nothing that what I thought it was going to be. And maybe that's, well, maybe that's my fault. Maybe that's, you know, it's, look, there are some things I, I agree. There are decent things. Like there is a plot to this story. That, oh, yeah, like, we're trying to, but we got this, it's, this thing with this game is it's like, it's so hard to talk about because even when I was trying to structure my video, there's like 20 minutes at the beginning about this game. And it it's so hard to structure talking about it because well, there is a plot, like you're about to say, but the thing is, you can tackle it in whatever way you want, really. Yeah. You don't actually have to do the... There is a plot, which you will have to do at some point, but you can just do everything completely out of sequence if you want. Yeah, you just do it wherever and, yeah, you want. There's bugs I've, I've experienced where I've done too much on the wrong side, and then I've accidentally blocked a whole path off. Like, oh, there's a... No. You know, the in the, the mines, you have to recruit a Merrimon. Yeah. He comes back and opens a restaurant. It's like one of the first big sort of set pieces from the game. And you can just skip that and go do stuff over the other side because the whole map connects. And I did too much stuff. And if it's because this game is buggy, um, yeah, if you do too much stuff, you lock that off. So you can't go through a whole, you can't recruit him. So you can't 100% the game and you can't go through a whole bit of the map, <laughs> which cuts off like a quarter of the game. But it's, most people wouldn't do that. But it's me because I played it so many times. Because, yeah, go, go yeah. through the plot. It's very simple. Well, basically, there was a war. There was a war between humans and Digimon. And basically the Digimon have kind of forgot who they were, forgot about this war. And your job is kind of just piecing out the, the stuff of it all. And you basically find yeah. out that it the, the final bad guy is a human who was once there. Um, and you're basically just trying to stop him. And he's got a... what was He's got a Machine Digimon, which is a Mega, which is yeah. a stage above Ultimate. But maybe at that stage that didn't have Mega, uh, because there's other Mega Digimon yeah. in this as well. There's Phoenixmon, Metal uh, Etamon, Hercules. I think, they, I think what they did was they um, they um, because most of these were just in the Tamagotchi game, so I think they just took all the ones they had from those and just chucked them in like that. Just threw them in. Is Hercules... They didn't care what for because I I think form. I might be wrong. They only had it up to Ultimates with the original um, the original uh, Tamagotchi devices, which is why I think. And then they changed it later when the show came around so they could sell more toys because well, you watch the anime and every episode is like, oh, this whole episode is about him evolving into a new toy you can buy. Yeah, you a brand new toy. Oh, then you get Leomon. Ooh, a, I love fairy, a fairy's wet dream is Leomon. <laughs> so so is your wet dream. He's my wet <laughs> He's basically, if you've done... If you're, if loads you're... of fan art of him with Amy Rose. Oh, oh, don't start with this again. 
fucking hell. You mentioning that now, well done. Uh, basically, Leon is just this basically humanoid, topless li- lion man, which is muscly, with so many belts. I was like, too no, many... We know the best Digimon, though. The best Digimon is Ogremon. Oh, I, <laughs> Ogremon, love, I love him. Ogremon is best, mate. Yeah, Such a I git, like such an arsehole. I love him. And plus, he's voiced by Jet from Cowboy Bebop in the anime. Oh, shit, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I never noticed it till I watched it recently. I was like, fuck that, that's Jet. Because I hadn't seen Cowboy Bebop till I was like, you know, 13, 14. See, that's like, the... shit, that's Jet. That's amazing. I, I've loved this because I went, like, when I did the Goemon episode and I was put <laughs> that on. I was like, holy shit, that's the Dragon Ball Z guy. The guy does shall. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So you get you get round. And when I was playing the bouncer, and I was like, Oh god. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, that's Spike. That is Spike. Spike, yeah. And he's doing a shit job. What the fuck is this? What he is was this? Also game? In Rogue Rogue Galaxy as well. It, the uh, level five game on PS2. It's freaking terrible. He's just, he's just randomly in that. He's the Spike, what's his name? Um Steve Bloom. Yeah, he's Steve Bloom. He's yeah, like, yeah, what's going yeah. on? And the thing is, like, with this game, right, it could have been a good game. The problem is, as you said... It is a good game. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. The guidebook <laughs> was completely wrong. And yeah, it was, yeah. Had this game just been clearer about things and made things more accessible, like, to how Digi-Evolution works, I think yeah. people would have... I would have enjoyed it more if I know right... This is how it this is works because the game doesn't tell you how any of this shit works. If it told and if it was more clearer about its stats, that there was an accurate way I could do this and say, okay, if I want to get a a skull Greymon or a metal Greymon, this is what you need to do. If it was more clearer, then that's great. It shouldn't take a bunch of scholars to come together in a religious cult. People had to basically dig into they had to I remember back in the day looking guys up on the internet because I didn't have an internet as a kid so I used to have to do it at my dad's work and I would print off stuff about this game because my guide was wrong and yeah. the stuff that people on the internet had done was, was actually correct yeah. which is crazy but I think the guys people actually had to go into the code to figure out what the fuck was actually going on because I'm pretty sure if I had the guide I wish I still had it but I'm pretty sure it said like it didn't say anything about there being three different categories you need to hit it didn't even they didn't even know because apparently the people who um, you know, uh, Bandai when they gave him the yeah. game, they didn't tell him anything. They had to, the guide people just got it early and had to figure it out themselves. So a lot of it is wrong, <laughs> which is what happened with Final Fantasy. Was it eight? Was it Final Fantasy eight or nine? Where the guides completely? I think it's eight and nine. The guides is are it? completely wrong. I think it's nine where the the guide is such a disaster that all the information in it is completely wrong. <laughs> I had that. I had that as was, well. Maybe it was eight. It was either eight or nine. I, I had seven. all them. Hundred percent wasn't seven. The Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy set, the Final Fantasy guides back in those days were sweet. They were... It might have been, maybe it was the American one because I think they have a different. Because we had Prima, I think Prima, they did, but maybe I think there was different branches. Maybe I'm not sure. Oh god, we might, we oh, might got different box. ones because because they would have to do the Europe one as well, wouldn't they? It's like how we used to get games delayed to the UK because they had would have to translate it for the whole of Europe, even though they have an English version, which they could just give us. See, I... So we'd have to wait for them to do Polish, to fucking French, German. But even though there's an English version out there in America already, that, which they could have just gave to us. See, I love a good guidebook. Like I've just got here, yeah. like literally sits by my desk. You can't, No one can see it on camera, but uh, that's the, the original tap. Look at the size of this boy. That's thick, thick boy. So yeah, I wish I, oh, I've been trying boy. to find the Digimon World. I've been trying to find the Digimon World guide because I had it as a kid. It would have been really 
nostalgia to go through it and like see how wrong it is. How wrong? <laughs> you, can't find, you can't find it anywhere. I've been trying. I, I'll say I was willing to pay like 30 quid for it because it is a big memory of mine going through that thing. Well, I had um, an old Pokemon guide, a Nintendo magazine. Oh, yeah, I had a couple, yeah. And I was like, oh, guidebooks are great. But yeah, this Prima guide was so wrong. I, re- I, 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 can't, I can't say I, I had it, but I read this. And, I like, vividly the, remember, yeah, because I remember reading. Yeah, yeah, th- there's so much stuff wrong. Like, it tells you stuff wrong to recruit certain Digimon. We haven't even talked about the fucking, the, um, the battles yet. Oh, shit, like, yeah, the yeah, battles. The, ba- the battles, right? Because basically you're training your Digimon up to do the battles, right? So the battles... What there, you think co- would be the game? Yeah, yeah, it's like Chrono Trigger, kind of. It's like the game is like fifty percent. Whoa, it's like fifty percent training, fifty percent running around. Recruiting. Do not compare this to Chrono. No, Trigger. no, it's like Chrono Trigger, where you see the enemies running around on the. All oh, right, okay, when, okay, you, okay. when you bump into them, it goes into a battle, but it's not right. an RPG battle. Yeah. Basically, your Digimon will run around on its own and does whatever the fuck it wants. Yeah, which is which is based on the stats you've given it. So, like, yeah. if your stats are shit, it will just run around and be a twat and just stand there and go. <laughs> like sometimes it literally will I have a bit in the video where my Gabamon in the first battle, his brain stat was so low. So he stood in one spot, like going like your slack jaw, just going eh, for like <laughs> 10 minutes until the guy hit him. And I just zoomed in on him. <laughs> yeah, basically, you as you at the start, you can only just press this button called auto, and it just they just do whatever the fuck they yeah. want. But I like that because it, again, it's more like a simulation kind of game, and I'm quite into chill kind of games like that. But then as you level your Digimon's brain stat up, they learn more things, so you can actually be more direct with them as they get better. So, like, you can tell it to attack, you can tell it to run away, you can tell it to defend. And then when you get up to the higher levels, you can literally just tell it what to do, like what move to do, when. And then have the, the speed at which it does what you want is determined by the speed stat. And all. Yeah. This, this is what I mean. I've autistically dug into this game. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Again, this is the, it doesn't tell you this. So, yeah, the first time anything. I was battling, I was like, what is going on? I've got yeah. no... Why won't you fight? Because I'm used to Pokemon, and yeah. you do, and I'm like, yeah, my Pokemon questions me, and I haven't got unless I've got the wrong gym badge. But yeah. here, the Digimon's looking at me as if, uh, what? That we got could? off on a tangent, but what we got off on a tangent about was we were saying about how it uh, about the evolutions because we were t- we were talking about guides. So I think we got off track about that, but yeah, that's how the battles work. But one more thing Terrible. on the battles before we go back, because I, I don't know if I'll be able to get this in later, but I right, I do love this battle style. I think it's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting. It's different which is what I like about it. And it's weird. And I like weird stuff. Mm. But the thing that's the thing about the battles is when you don't know what you're doing, actually, and when you still know what you're doing, it's still ridiculously hard. Yes. Because if you've tried to play this game without items, there is no fucking way you could beat it. Because oh, when you're yeah, a kid, you, think, you think, oh, you should just be able to go through it without, like, you know, when you played RPGs back in the day, you wouldn't just spam items all the time. I wouldn't. Because mm-hmm. it feels like cheating. But this game, you have to rock around with a pharmacy of drugs yes or you will not win you cannot beat the final boss without having a whole backpack full of like heels because it's drugs. such a difficult even yeah even if your whole stat line is maxed out you will not be able to beat the final boss without healing maybe 30 times it's insane and Which kind of maybe says goes to speaks to how not well designed this game is in many ways and that's the who <laughs> thought this was a good idea who thought yeah. kids about the adults about the testers went what the fuck is going on yeah, and the thing is, like, obviously, I love this game, but obviously, it's nostalgia. But a lot of other people do like this game. But this, the, this, the the reviewers back in the day agreed with you. This game got a fucking kick in. It got like, I think it got sixties, fifties everywhere. It got sixties. It got sixties. Fifty. It sort of Metacritic was about fifty-eight. It got fifties. It ain't getting that from me. 
It ain't getting halfway nah, from nah, me. Nah. This game is shite. It's a 10. It's a 10. Anyway, are we better? Yes, better? I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this game, it ain't, it, it's shit. You want to see a game, right? I'll show you that that's a game I really want to play, right? Yeah. This it's is, okay. It's uh, a, he's holding up Digimon Cyber Sleuth. I have okay. the Cyber Sleuth Complete Collection sealed. Again, this has been discussed on the Patreon episode of my backlog, persona, which is disgusting. Um, persona ripoff. <laughs> I'd rather... I want to play this eventually. It's okay. It's okay. I'll give fuck off. I'll give you okay. It's You're... mid. It's very... No, it's mid. It's pretty mid. I'll give you mid. I right. never finished. I got I got 60 hours into it, and then I was like, eh. <laughs> oh, well, pff, Jesus, 60 hours. Because there's a lot of... Grind... No, it's longer than that. There's a lot of grinding. The problem with that game is it's like... You, oh, God, you can't just level stuff up. You have to level it up, and then de-evolve it, and then re-level it to max level. It's It's, it's annoying. Oh Jesus, that's going to upset me then. Awesome, that's why exactly why I need a knife. Right, it's okay though. It's okay. It's all gone. Have you got anything else to add about this abomination or the game you absolutely love before I finish up? Uh what were we talking about? Uh, we were t- I guess we were talking about like um, now I can't even remember. So basically, audience, we had to uh, we have to take a break in the middle of these sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and I, then I mean, we, I, when we had technical we had technical difficulties difficulties in the middle, and we can't remember what the hell we're talking. Yeah, about. you don't you know you don't know when that was because I've been so good of how I made, oh, yeah, I know. edited together. This time we actually forgot that <laughs> we we've done the battling, we've done the plot, we've done the game, we've done the shit stuff we can't find. It's- yeah, I think I think one thing I want to say for the game is like how fun it is to explore in this game. That's the thing that I like about it. the fact that is. For me, this was one of the first open world games I ever played. I know Pokemon technically is, but in Pokemon, there is a set order. You have to go, you have to do the gyms or you can't really progress. Yeah. Digimon, Digimon World, you can literally go and do it in whatever order you want. You can ignore the main plot. It's like, it is like kind of like, obviously there was open world stuff before this, like Grand Theft Auto and, and um, I don't know, Ultima and stuff like yeah. that and old RPGs. But in a console sense, there was nothing really that gave you that sense of adventure. And I think the thing that I love about this game most is obviously the atmosphere. It's got a really nice atmosphere. And the fact that the stuff you have to do for your Digimon, like feeding it and taking it to the toilet and stuff, makes it feel like it's an actual adventure. Like you have to, you can't just go outside of town whenever you want because you have to think, right, have I got something to port a potty in case it wants to shit? Have I got food? It's like you're like actually preparing for an actual adventure. Which I, I really like that kind of aspect of the game. Like you, you, you have everything has to be thoughtful in the game. Okay, you can like have that. some of that, but who goes right? Has my Digimon had a poo poo? Had it had one before it goes? There's toilets. There's toilets everywhere. But yeah, um, there's toilets. There's toilets everywhere. Jesus Christ! But one thing I do want to mention. I know. Yeah, but yeah, no. But there's one thing I want to mention before we finish. That um, which we haven't really got into. Like how you recruit Digimon in this game because like a lot of the time it is you just find them you beat them beat some sense into them and they go back to the town but there is some really interesting ones that I really enjoy like um, Ogamon, which is fun which is like through the whole course of the game he is like an arc he's like just comes back like he, he's not you know one and done you have to fight him like three four different times and it's like basically Ogamon has this gang of Digimon that he goes around with and he's robbing people that's his whole thing in the mountains you go fight him, then like he has his whole base set up, and then you beat him there, and then he goes off and makes like starts robbing people in the Icelands or whatever, and he like recruits a Mega Seedramon or whatever that was called Metal Seedramon, and then you have to beat him again, and then he takes over the mines, <laughs> and then eventually at the end of beating him the third time, he's like, 
because uh, uh, every time he just runs off and goes, oh, okay, I'll join you. Not, and then he just fucks off every time. And then the last time he's like, you got me, fine, I'll join you. I love that whole thing of it. And then there's also the some Digimon where you have to recruit them by, um, like doing mini games, like which I think is really cool. Like there's literally a whole curling mini game in the game. It's a full-on, fully-fledged curling game. Okay, I've not to, played that. Yeah, I'd be interested. You have to be a penguin at curling to recruit him. That's how you recruit him. And if you don't beat him first no. time, you have to feed him a fish every time. Otherwise, oh, he won't play you. No, no, but it's like not. a whole-on, actually, in-depth curling game. Just in there for no reason. And then also, the worst part of the game, which you, you might not have even experienced, Monochromon, which is, no. you know, the... Uh, oh, God. You make you hate it even more. Right. So there's a mini game. You go up into the mountains and um, there's a shop in there, right? And to get this Digimon, you have to work in his shop for a day, which takes eight hours off of your Digimon's life, which for context, your Digimon lives generally 12 days. Yeah. So you're taking basically a day off of your fucking Digimon's life to man a shop. And you have to, you, there's like four different items. There's like meat, port potties um medicine i think that was free sorry and medicine and um you have to upset you have to haggle like fucking uh life of brian <laughs> oh right why don't haggle you have to haggle right you, yeah and if you basically you have to get to a ludicrously high amount of upsell so you can either like sell it for higher sell it for lower and if the digimon you're trying to sell to you gets annoyed it will just leave and then like you you know you lose loads of money and stuff and then you have to have 3,200 bits by the end, which is a lot of money in this game. And basically, the the game, which again, another thing that people have worked out on the back end later, Mm. is that what Digimon you have, because there's we we never got into this, but there's three different types of Digimon. There's vaccine, virus, and something else, I can't remember, uh, data. And um, depending on what type of Digimon you have, will change what items come in. So if you have a certain Digimon... It basically makes the whole mini game completely impossible to beat. Awesome, because because you need the medicine, which is like the highest selling item, and you need to upsell at four or five of these, and or you can't win basically. And if you don't know this, you're just doing it, bashing your head against the wall over and over again without being able to do it, and you don't know why you can't do it. And it's ridiculous. This sums up the game, basically. Yeah, it's great. No, it's a great game. But yeah, like so, one basically once you recruit everyone, you have to go into what's called infinity mountain and then you have to fight the machine drum mm. and it is absolute fucking bullshit like i was saying earlier if you do not have if you do not have every, a whole every pharmacy of drugs you will not win because this game is hard as shit some of the most like some digimon will destroy you that you think wouldn't like birdramon is a really hard fight which is a champion but it's like can kick your ultimate's ass if you go in there yeah. you know bullshit bullshit date yeah. yeah. look I'm done. I'm done talking about this shite because it's just shite. And I've got to go to work and this game is shite. Look, yeah. you got to score this. You're going to score this very differently than I am. How are you scoring it? Nine. <laughs> Jesus, I'm giving it a three. Yeah, I know. That's fine. So I'd love to see That's anyone fine. else. I don't like... I'd give uh, Final Fantasy 7 a three. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to end there. <laughs> Here we can. All right, Jake. Good to see you. <laughs> see you soon, yeah. mate. Take care. Twat. Bye. See you later. 
And that was episode 73 in Digimon World. Thank you very much all for listening. I hope you really had a good time. Thanks, Jake, once again. I know we're recording again very shortly, and it's always a pleasure to speak to you, my friend. Until then, I will see you all next week. I hope you all really enjoy yourself and have a good time. I've been Danny. I'll see you all then. Take care. Bye-bye.